The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It's Texas Football Today, a show that's just going to do the cover reveal every day. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com, are we on Facebook today? Yeah. Or on Facebook, yeah. or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 47th birthday today. Happy birthday to the actor of our time, Mark Wahlberg. Sure. Sure. Why not, right? Uh, first four through the door. Phil Vaney, Bob McSpadden, Ruben Rios, and Tanner Solis. But i got to give a special shout-out for Mr. Tony Blaylock, Josh Chap- Chapa, and... Uh, Jeremy Garza and Texas Bob all on our chat on texasfootball.com slash live. I know. I think I think for the foreseeable future we'll probably do a little bit of both and just see how it goes. But this now we have a place to go if uh, Facebook decides to just be dumb forever. Yeah. Yeah. So I like it. You hear that, Zuckerberg? So uh, if you're if you're using either one of them and you like them, that's fine because we'll be using both of them for the time forthcoming i guess today is wednesday june 5th 2019 176 days until thanksgiving episode 765 765 herbert perry's ops and illustrious texas rangers career on today's show we've got a giveaway and then um we've got powers here this weekend recruiting hey powers what's up and then we will do our kind of a look at 6a in the magazine class 6a including we will unveil who the cover boy is for class 6a as well as as well as reveal the top 10 of our rankings in Class 6A in the magazine. Our preseason Texas high school football rankings from Dave Campbell's Texas Football coming up here at the back half of the show. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I had a lovely day off. It was wonderful. My first, I think my first true day off in three months, something like that. It was really, really nice. And <clears throat> most importantly, I saw the best film of the year. Guys, I'm not being paid to say this. Godzilla King of the Monsters is the Citizen Kane of big dumb monster movies. <laughs> it's so uh, I found myself just laughing at all the human parts and yeah. then just like pumping my fist at all the monster that parts. Right. Which is it, it was, oh, it's so say this about Michael Doherty, who is the guy who made this movie. Yeah. He also made Krampus and he also made <laughs> Trick or Treat. And um, he's made a handful of movies. Michael Doherty, every time he makes a movie, he knows exactly what movie he's making. Oh, yeah. He's not trying to pretend. Nope. No. And and he, like, I'm sure some studio said, oh, we've got to have some sort of humans in it. And he's like, why? <laughs> okay, fine. I'll, ju- I'll, like, I'll tack on a plot. Yeah. It's all, but it's, it is awesome. And Godzilla is awesome. And uh, you get Godzilla, you get Rodan, you mm-hmm. get uh, uh, Ghidorah, you get uh, Mothra, you get um, uh, there's one that looks like a like a um, the woolly mammoth. It's awesome. <laughs> All the monsters are huge and awesome. The scale is stupid. Uh-huh. Go see Godzilla King of the Monsters. It will make you happy to your very core. It's just I don't know. I, I haven't had that That's much awesome. fun watching a movie in a long time. So 
Good day off. Don't go. Don't go into it expecting some sort of like brilliant story, because <laughs> it's not. But if you want big monsters beating the crap out of each other, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Okay. <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, we are giving away, uh, uh, yeah. courtesy of our friends at Big League Lighting. So perhaps you saw that Sam Ellinger is on the cover of the 2019 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Um, our friends at Big League Lighting would like to celebrate that by giving away... Uh, let's see if I can pick it up. Uh, this awesome lamp. There you go. I gave you the uh, big the big shot. Look at there that. There you go. The wide. Thank you. Yeah. There Look at the is. lamp. Yeah. And you can change up this football is not attached. This is uh, this is you can put whatever football you want. So if you got some sort of signed football from somebody, you can put it in there. Uh, the helmet. These are very very cool. We've got the state of Texas base. By the way, I should probably hold that up for the camera. Let's see. If I'll have to take off this football. See, so it's got the state of Texas base. We are uh, giving away this um, this uh, lamp for Texas fans. So or Texas haters, if you want to win it and burn it, that's fine. <laughs> that's your business too. We, we can't stop you. No, we can't stop you. We're, but we're giving away this 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 uh, lamp from our friends at Big League Lighting. Uh, go to our Insta. Here's how you can enter. Go to if our, it survives. If it survives. <laughs> yeah. Go to our Instagram page. Um, go to our Instagram page. Follow us. We tweeted a picture of this lamp. Um, follow us. Like it and tag a friend. That will, int- uh, I believe you have to tag them in the comments. Tag a friend. If you do that, uh, you are entered to win. Uh, if you are uh, on Twitter, if you follow us and retweet the post that we put up, uh, then you will be entered to win. Uh, everyone gets one entry, so you can't just keep retweeting it and, and, and get multiple entries. You get one entry. Um, there's a bunch of things like fine print, but I think it's the kind of standard fine print. Yeah. Which is like, you got to be 18, you got to live in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Instagram and Twitter are not partners in this thing. We're just giving it away via their platforms. Uh, that's all the mumbo jumbo. Anyway, go on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. Uh, like the picture and tag a friend to be entered. And then on Twitter, if you want to retweet the picture of the aforementioned um, uh, of this beautiful lamp from our friends at Big League Lighting, you will be entered to win. Uh, deadline to enter is 11.59 p.m. June 16th. So it's a couple weeks from now, um, right? Yeah, 11 sure. days from now. yeah. I've lost um, all frame of reference on So, time. there you go. 11.59 on June 16th. Go and... Uh, that's Father's Day, I believe. So, go and um, enter to win this beautiful lamp from our friends at Big League Lighting. Uh, BigLeagueLighting.com, I believe, is where you can go check out their fine work. So, here's that. What a Father's Day gift that might yeah. be for somebody. That's Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. <clears throat> I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Cruton. This week in recruiting with Greg Powers, our beloved uh, recruiting analyst from Next Level Athlete. Uh, follow him on Twitter at GPowersScout and follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. Hey, Powers. It feels good to be beloved. Well. Might have been an exaggeration. Yeah. I mean, we d- the the tide has turned from earlier today. Yeah, from <laughs> earlier, earlier today. Earlier when today. I asked, when I asked Max, I was like, are we doing this week in recruiting? And he goes, yeah. And I go, but uh, I just hate Powers. Yeah. God. Yeah. Anyway, Powers is here. We're doing this week in recruiting. A lot to get to. Big week in recruiting. Big. Suddenly, Man, like, it's all, been busy. It's, it's been very, very busy. Uh, let's start with our prospect on the rise. Prospect on the rise, uh, we're going to focus this week on Fort Bend Bush, a 2020 linebacker. Uh, his name's Kenneth Phillips, but he goes by Trey. Yep. Um, this is a guy who has added a bunch of new offers from a bunch of schools that are known for hitting each other, uh, hitting, hitting their opponents pretty hard. Army, Rice, Georgia Tech, uh, East Carolina, uh, he was really, really good at the Adidas camp down there in, in Houston. This is a guy who's starting to turn some hats. And I love to talk about recruits where I can say, I told you so. <laughs> so that's one of my favorite. 
It's one of my favorite topics in recruiting. Mm-hmm. I told you so. Kenneth Phillips was going to be pretty good. He was the MVP at the Next Level Athlete Top 100 Showcase mm-hmm. in Houston. And he's one of those guys who I think his recruiting took a while to take off because um, he can play running back, or he does play running back, he, linebacker, safety. Uh, but I think his true calling probably on the next level is going to be at linebacker. And it just took the colleges a little bit of time to see that he had the size, frame, and physique to play down in the box. And once they figured that out and saw his mobility, his uh, lateral ability, uh, chase and catch uh, ability, that's when things started taking off for him. So he was one of those guys I think colleges just had to see in person. Um, But you don't have to see him in person if the same guy comes around next year. Just – Ask me yeah. who to offer in January. <laughs> Just ask me who to offer in January. Call we'll next level you. athlete. They'll let you know. Um, he does. I, I do think it's a, you know one thing we don't want to bury the lead on is he did get a, he did pick up an offers from Indiana and Georgia Tech. Yes. So we're talking. I know that people you know Indiana and Georgia Tech are not exactly known as football powerhouses right now, but those are Power Five offers, and Power Five offers tend to beget more Power Five offers. And they do, and one school so far in the state to keep an eye on, I would think is is Rice, mm-hmm. close to home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing a really bang up job in, in recruiting this year. And, you know, Trey Phillips seems like he's a, a Rice type of kid academically. Uh, so that may be one to keep an eye on. Man, it was a big week of, of commitments this week. Ton of them. Um, Jonathan Davis, the safety from South Oak Cliff, went to Texas Tech. Uh, Pair of South Lake Carroll kids uh, uh, committed. And um, in uh, Blake Smith committed, the tight end committed to Texas A&M. That's a great gift for them as they just continue to clean up on the tight end market. Uh, center Addison Penn, uh, Penn went from South Lake Carroll, committed to Boston what a College. Steal. Isaiah Johnson, the running back from Lubbock Cooper, committed to North Texas. That's another really good get for them. Uh, Cade Renfro, the quarterback from Stephenville, committed to North Texas as well. Uh, Dominique Johnson, the, the running back from Crowley, committed to Mizzou. And then defensive and Mitchell Tyler from McKinney, committed to Baylor. But neither of those, none of them, are commit of the week because our commit of the week I think has to be the one. What a day Monday! What a day Monday was for Mister uh, Mister Jaquinnon Jackson. Yeah, no doubt, man. Uh, the quarterback for Duncanville. Uh, he of course uh, was revealed to be on the secondary cover of Dave Campbell's Texas there football right there. But also he committed to the University of Texas. Had offers from all over, uh, including Texas A&M, Oklahoma, LSU. Uh, plain and simple, that's just a really good get for the Texas Longhorns. And it, it's going to create an interesting point of conversation mm-hmm. I think throughout the year because Texas now has two commitments on their list who could play quarterback and Hudson Card and Jaquindon Jackson being two of the best mm-hmm. players in the state regardless of position and we saw what Hudson Card could do as a wide receiver when Matthew Baldwin mm-hmm. was still there um, Jaquindon Jackson when he broke onto the recruiting scene was really viewed as a guy who would probably play safety or wide receiver uh, when he arrived in onto the college scene. But I think, especially through the playoff run last year, he established himself as a guy who should have serious consideration to play quarterback in college. And I think that's uh, – he, he earned that th- through his play. And he's continued to improve upon his accuracy. Um, he's got a big arm. Mm-hmm. He's a – dangerous threat every time he pulls the ball down to run he just sees the field so well uh so it's going to be interesting where where does he play yeah the thing that strikes me and we were having this conversation off off air is it seems to me that right now he's running kind of a variation of texas's offense as it is right like like duncanville's offense is in a lot of ways kind of um 
power spread, you'd call it. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they they spread the ball out and they do throw the ball a fair amount, but they also lean when it gets to when it gets to to you know big boy time. They turn to Jaquin and Jackson and they say, we need you to get these tough yards. And that's kind of what Texas is doing right now with Sam Ellinger. And it's very interesting. I, I think, you know, to me, I look at that and I say, I say, I wonder if there's a schematic fit already. Well, and the Texas quarterback is going to get a certain percentage of the carries. That's been established. Yeah. It was established uh, when Tom Herman was at Ohio State with JT Barrett. It's been established now with Tom Herman's at Texas with mm-hmm. Sam Ellinger. Um, so it was established at uh, it was established at uh, at Houston uh, right. whenever he was uh, with oh uh, my gosh uh, Greg Ward. Greg right. Ward Jr. Yeah, I mean they're going to get he's going to get carries, and and that's that's what I look at Jaquan and Jackson. I go, okay, well, I mean if you need a guy to tote the rock, he can tote the rock. And I think a a key point within that offense that made them that made Tom Herman's offense good at every level mm-hmm. is that they can lean on that quarterback to bruise out three, two, one yards on third downs mm-hmm. around the goal line. They're a threat to uh, score a touchdown with the ball in their hands, and Jaquindon Jackson is literally that guy. Yeah. So it's going to create some uh, competition, which I think is great, in the quarterback room, and, and I think they're going to give him a shot uh, to play QB first. And, and don't be surprised if Jaquindon Jackson's able to uh, silence some of his critics and doubters at that position if he gets a chance to do it. It's it's Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at Scout and follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D1. All right, let's get to our interclassman of the week. We're going to 2022, so a kid who's about to start his sophomore year. And a guy who... Uh, I believe he he played varsity in the playoffs in yes. in, the, in their run to the uh, state cha- uh, to the state championship game at Beaumont Westbrook. It's it's Bryce Anderson, the six foot, hundred and eighty pound um, safety slash quarterback. Calling him an athlete, for athlete for for Westbrook. Um, this is a guy who, and I don't know if you have this note. Uh, he scored more than sixty two touchdowns Jeez. for his ninth grade team last year. I did not have that note, but sixty two touchdowns. That's not bad. I don't care if you're playing. Wee. If you score 62 touchdowns, you're doing something right. Bryce Anderson could be the next big thing there for Westbrook. And I think he's somebody to really keep an eye on this year. They need to replace some talent. You know, they were into the state championship game one year ago. If they want to return to that state championship game, these are the type of guys they're going to have to lean on. It just depends on what position does he break in with the team this year. Do they, they – you have to tell me this. So they, it seems like they've they got replaced. a quarterback. They've got a quarterback in Troy Yeoman that I know they like. That okay. was um, he made four starts last year. He's four zero. Threw the ball about a thousand yards, eight touchdowns. He's pretty solid. But he um, came in the game. I think he was in played in the state championship game when we were there last year. Maybe. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. And, and so they've got a quarterback in Yeoman that they feel good about. They're moving the JV quarterback Joe Hayes from uh, from receiver to quarterback or to, from quarterback to receiver this year. I get the feeling that Bryce Anderson, I think that they, he's too talented to keep on the sideline. Right. I think they're going to put him on defense, it sounds like. And I, I'd need to call Coach Peavy and ask him. It sounds like they're going to put Bryce Anderson on defense. But I, I think he's probably going to be the backup quarterback, right. too. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all, especially if he's producing at that level. you mm-hmm. got to have got to find a way to get the football in his hands, mm-hmm. probably. But uh, he called LSU his childhood dream school when they offered this week. So yeah, I know Beaumont has a great – yeah, pathway to LSU, the SEC uh, especially. So maybe that's one to to really watch already. And um, it doesn't hurt to get your dream offer. Yeah, when not you're bad. Getting ready to be a sophomore. Yeah, not not too bad. And so let's get finally to our recruit of the week. 
Uh, go down to the Brazos Valley to A&M Consolidated and talk about Brian Darby, the wide receiver 2020 uh, to be a senior this year. Right. Uh, picked up big time offer this week uh, from Oklahoma and a guy who I know has had a big spring. It sounds yep. weird to say, but he, he had a really he had a really solid year last year um, for AM Consolidated. But seems like he's really taken off this spring because he's been on the camp circuit and also he's shown out on seven on seven. I I'm going to pull it up really quick. I think AM Consolidated's already qualified for the state seven on state seven on seven. We have a list of that at TexasFootball.com. Yep, we have a list TexasFootball.com. I believe that they've already qualified this year, and it wouldn't be a huge surprise based on what I saw uh, Darby doing on the the national seven on seven circuit. Uh, every tournament I went to, he was like the low key. MVP. Mm-hmm. He understands how to use his frame, which he's over 200 pounds now, um, to shield defenders from the football. He has tremendous hands, and for a guy who looks like he could also grow into a potential running back down the line, uh, he has uh, very good athleticism. He can he can jump. Uh, he has good hands and concentration. Can pluck the football out of the air, um, and really gives him a big advantage in one-on-one situations. So. Uh, I think he's one of those guys that Oklahoma sees coming into their offense and can play in uh, multiple roles. It, he's 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 a dynamic athlete, a right. guy who a guy that I, I think kind of like what we were talking about um, uh, with uh, with the last gentleman we were talking about, Anderson. Anderson, you got to get the ball in his hands. You've just got to find a way. It doesn't matter by hook or crook. You got to find a way to keep him involved. And and I feel like. Um, the Oklahoma offers a big one. You know, I know he had offers from places like Kansas State. He had offers from places like North Texas. Uh, but here is a big-time offer, and, and you feel like things are, are heating up for him. And I can look at that OU offense and, and see a path to success. They had the tight end slash mm-hmm. receiver slash H-back from Allen, mm-hmm. who Kyler Murray – I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But, I would need to look yeah, that up. Uh, Kyler Murray threw a lot of touchdowns to him last year, found mm-hmm. him in the slot. Um he was also a good blocker and on the edge in the run game, and I really feel like Darby is the type of football player who would fit well in that offense. It wouldn't be a surprise to me at all um, to see him make a quick commitment to a school like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's it. that's his best offer on his list so far. Lee Morris. Yeah, Lee Morris. Yeah, yeah. I have to look it up. So I was going to bother you. You know, that's to me. I mean, he's got some good offers, but to me, far and away, that's his top offer yeah, so far so, I, so I mean keep an eye on that one he's greg powers of next level athlete follow him on twitter at g power scout follow our next level athlete on twitter at next level d1 and of course find all his fine work at texasfootball.com slash recruiting powers wait wait wait, no? wait, wait, oh. wait you always do this and we have recruiting questions from people okay I'm trying to kick him out not your show go on it's the show for the fans it's not true all right first question uh comes from jacob on the tft site he says uh what was the final number on the commits to non-Texas school streak? Oh, yeah. What was that run? Because obviously the, the, this past week we had a number of commits. You know, Texas A&M picked up some big-time commitments. Um, I'll have to look it up. I mean, it went a full month. Yeah. We went a full month before we had an in-state commitment. So I will look that up, and I will – Can we, are we able to post in the comments after the show goes? Oh, you, you can post. You can reply once you walk out of this room if you want. I'll reply in the comments after yeah. I'm out of the room with what that streak ended up being. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but it was in the 20s. Yeah. The second question is from Phil Vaney down at Shadow Creek. He wants to know what position Xavier Alford uh, projects at at the next level. Uh, 
Safety good, or, or cornerback? It's a great question to ask because we rate him as a cornerback within mm-hmm. the next level athlete system. He's played a lot of safety. Uh, I think that he's a guy who could also play nickel. So just say DB to be safe, but he <laughs> does have the ability to play cornerback. And I think yeah. he has a lot of good offers from schools who think that he will project as a, a CB. You get the feeling in a lot of ways they um, that the, the staff, Brad Butler and company, put him at safety because they want him to be kind of a, the quarterback of the defense out there. And there there's a leadership position there um, that instead of the, that he could absolutely single up your best guy and, and, right. and, and hold his own. And it's, but, it's so, kind of easy for us to, in a way, at Next Level Athlete, to put cornerback on him. It's not known to public. You right. Know what I mean, it's just for college mm-hmm. coaches – uh, to use that system, but I think the safer play is to rate him at safety and see if he can play corner. We've rated him at safety on the DCTF mm-hmm. ratings right now, but he could certainly play corner. Awesome. That's it. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Powers. Let's do it again next week. Okay, fine, if you insist. <laughs> we are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. So, you want to get your hands on a magazine, right? You want to get your hands on, on this bad boy. Let me pick this up. These, with, the, with these covers on it, right? You want to get this magazine. Cool. Well, it's printing right now. We don't have any. So, don't show up at our door. <laughs> uh, but if you want to get your magazine... The best way to do it is to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. It's our subscription package. You get that magazine mailed directly to you. Um, in the interest of full disclosure, as we mentioned before, you had to subscribe by yesterday to make sure to guarantee that you will get it before it hits newsstands. I will say that there is still a pretty decent chance that you will get it, but I also don't want to come out here and guarantee it just in case because I know, that I just know, that unfortunately, the system... Uh, but if you want to get the magazine mailed to you and hopefully get to you early, this is the best I can do, guys. I'm being honest with you. Um, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Don't run around to Walmart, Brookshire's, HEB looking for it. We will mail it directly to you. Um, if you get that, uh, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. You also get the 2019 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, which comes out in early December. Profiling more than 400 prospects around the state from the class of 2020, which our kids are about to sign, to their uh, all the way to the class of 2023, which our kids who are about to play their freshman year in high school. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. And to me, this is the hook, if I may say so myself. The magazine's great, whatever. But you know the magazine's great. The online stuff, I think, is really, really good. Um, you expanded get, Capsules. Uh, expanded Capsules are... are uh, recruit or our recruits our interns right now are uh, are working hard on updating the team pages with the expanded preview capsules i'd say for about 50 percent of teams uh yeah i would say i would say we had to cut uh something from at least 50 percent of the teams if you want access to the expanded capsules at texasfootball.com you get that you get access to our archives our digital archives every one of our 60 summer editions are will be archived you can find those at texasfootball.com if you want to flip through the 1960 edition right now you can at texasfootball.com archive you also get uh, access to our recruiting site texasfootball.com slash recruiting uh you get in our uh, premium podcasts like tep and step our premium high school football podcast where matt step and i nerd out for a while um you say computer rankings oh yeah and then during the season you get computer rankings of every texas Score high predictions. school football team computer projections of every texas high school football game we're working on another thing um that i'm i'm really excited about with the projections it's gonna be a lot of new features that i think could be yeah. really cool 
We're always thinking of ways to make this a better pro value proposition. Here's the price point. It's $19.95 for the first year plus shipping and handling. Okay, that's for the first year. It renews at $24.95 plus shipping and handling uh, for the second year, third year, et cetera, et cetera. That's the deal. That's what's going on. TexasFootball.com slash insider. But most importantly, get the magazine mailed to you. Do that. TexasFootball.com slash insider. Max, we revealed the cover of the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football just the other day. I can confirm that this happened. And we've had a lot of uh, a lot of feedback. A lot of people love the covers. There are also people who don't love Sam Ellinger and have let us know, <laughs> and that's okay. Um, of course, it's for it's uh, the covers are just page zero of a 400-page magazine uh, profile on every high school football team in the state, college football team in the state, recruiting all sorts of great stuff. Uh, and uh, I do say I think that the the bread and butter of our magazine is our high school coverage. I think that that's something that we do that nobody else does. And we're really excited about it this year. So we're going to take this opportunity to kind of go class by class and give you an inside look at what you can expect in the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. We're going to start with Class 6A. And here in a minute, we're going to reveal the top 10 of, those, of our rankings uh, in the preseason magazine. Um, class 6A... Uh, is is I think a very interesting look at uh, a number of teams that it, I think when you take a look at the at, at Classic Say I think it's really easy to say it's the same teams every year ah, it's the same teams every year it's always the Allens and the Cadys and the North Shores and the uh, Lake Travises and stuff like that and, and to a certain extent you're right but I also think that there is this interesting rising tide of other teams that are starting to make their presence felt. I think, obviously, you look at the 6-8 Division II state championship game last year of pitting Longview against Beaumont Westbrook. That's proof positive that things are changing and that it's not just uh, the same few teams. I mean, Duncanville had not been to a title game in a long, long mm -hmm. time, right? Right. There's a lot of teams uh, in 6A that I think that this is an especially deep crop uh, that right now, I will say, when I look at kind of our computer rankings, by the way, our Every uh, The magazine this year has expanded rankings. We're doing the top 50 in Class 6A as well as the top 25s in each division uh, in, six, in 5A, 4A, 3A, and 2A. And then in 1A, by the way, we're doing top 20s because, uh, as, because at that point we're ranking like half the teams. But anyway, point is. Point is. Class 6A I think is going, to be, is going to be really interesting, but the question is going to be can anybody kind of get over the top? Who is this year's Westbrook? Who is this year's Longview? Who is this year's Duncanville that can make that leap and get back into the mix from a statewide perspective? Um, that's the thing I, I'm particularly interested in. For the 6A preview, I wrote the 6A preview. I talked with John King out there at Longview about what's changed, if anything, uh, besides everything. Uh, and then I also talked with Craig Stump at Humble Atascacita to kind of get his feel for what uh, region three is. region three region of doom the region of doom <laughs> and so we talked a lot we talked a lot about that uh you wrote the cover boy feature the yes. cover boy feature is about jackson smith and Najigba at rockwall the wide receiver at rockwall who is shooting up recruiting rankings a guy who's one of the most talented receivers in the state uh, i know i read it i thought it was very very interesting you had a great talk with both jackson and uh coach rodney webb who is yeah. never short on quotes never short on quote quotes or bad cookie opinions uh <laughs> we got into it a little bit about the cookies but uh boy you can't help but walk away from the uh from talking to jackson and his coach just feeling impressed. My favorite quote, I'll share this as kind of a sneak peek. And I want to remind people when I say this, this is a teenager. And I think, you know, we all slander teenagers very easily. The older we get. Dang teenagers. Uh, this is a quote from Jackson Smith and Jigba. I kid you not. This is a quote from the story. He said, quote, it's not even about being a good teammate, but just being a good person. 
Everything good's not going to happen to just you in life. My parents have always reminded me that, he said. When good things happen to other pe- people, be happy, be a part of it. I mean, if that quote doesn't get you excited Seems like we made a story, mistake giving this kid a little bit of a I know, spotlight. unbelievable <laughs> uh, conversation. What a bright kid. And, uh, and also a testament to uh, measurables aren't everything. I, I think we see a lot yeah. of fans complain and get upset that uh, – you know, certain certain players don't get the attention that they deserve because they don't run fast enough, or they aren't tall enough, or they aren't big enough. Jackson Smith and Jigba doesn't cross any of those off the list. Mm-hmm. He's just an unbelievable football player, and he's one of the high, most highly touted recruits in the country because of it. And uh, it just shows that you don't have to have those measurables. It's not just a uh, s- statistics contest, I guess. We're right? really we're really excited about the six A preview. We think you're going to like both the Cover Boy story and. Uh, the feature that we wrote and all sorts of great stuff, including our preseason All-State and our state championship predictions. But let's get on to, I think, what people are really... Well, before we do oh, that, oh, I do have one question oh, for you. Yes. Is John King done partying? You know, he was slurring his words a little bit. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. He, it, it, he, he, seemed like, he seemed like it was like, you know, it's back to work. Yeah. I talked to him, yeah. I think, in April. Yeah. And he was like, no, yeah. it's back to work. Like, yeah. we got to, you know, we got to go out there and defend it. And it's going to be different. You know, he, ma- he made some comment about how we're going to get everyone shot, best shot this year. Everyone yeah. wants to knock us off now. Right. That when we were on an 81-year, you know, pl- title drought, uh, beating Longview was just beating Longview. It's a nice accomplishment, but it wasn't beating the champs. Now right. it's a different mindset. Right. So very interested. Uh, I think you'll really like the 6A preview. So let's get on with our rankings. Uh, we are going to reveal for each classification, each division, we're going to reveal uh, the top 10 uh, in our rankings because we feel like you should know. So there you go. <laughs> so let's start. We'll go 10 to 1. Number 10. South Lake Carroll Dragons. Uh, Coach Riley Dodge enters his second season at the helm after a regional final loss uh, to Duncanville. Uh, this is a, a team that brings back 11 starters uh, total, including R.J. Mickens, who is fantastic. couple holes to fill, especially who's going to be kind of the bell cow offensively for them with the loss of T.J. McDaniel. But we're very high on the South Lake Carroll Dragons. They clock in at number 10 in our 6A rankings. Number 9, first of many Region 3 teams. The humble Atascacita Eagles. Coach Craig Stumps got something cooking there uh, after a run to a regional semifinal uh, last year where they came up just short uh, to Cy Fair. This is a team that brings back a lot. Uh, they bring back 17, uh, 17 starters overall. Uh, I know that Coach Stump is very excited and he thinks that they've got a chance to make it out of that region. If they make it out of that region, especially in Division 1, uh, then they're going to have a fantastic shot at playing for and winning a state championship. So, humble Atascacita, the Eagles. Checking at number nine in our preseason top ten. Number eight, the Denton Geyer Wildcats, a team that, at the from the record perspective, is not going to wow you. They were just six and six a year ago, but bringing back a lot from last year, including pretty much every one of their playmakers that made a all district team a year ago. Uh, they seem to be getting better as the year went on. Uh, we're very bullish on them. We think that this is a team that has breakout potential, especially with their quarterback, Eli Stowers, and their running back, Cager Cobbs. Uh, Coach John Walsh knows how to coach him up. Denton Geyer clocks in at number eight in our preseason 6A top 10. Number seven, speaking of coaches who know their way around a win <laughs> or two, Austin Westlake checks in at number seven of our preseason rankings. Uh, of course, a state semifinalist from a year ago suffered a rash of injuries uh, there towards the end. They had eyes on Arlington before Beaumont Westbrook got in the way. We're really high on them. I think that they've got a number of playmakers, especially on the defensive side, uh, that could be really spectacular. That is why Austin Westlake clocks in at number seven in our preseason top ten in Class 6A. Number six... The defending 2A, 6A Division II state champion, Longview Lobos. Uh, coming off their first state championship in 
81 years. The Lobos will go for back-to-back with one of the best quarterbacks in the state in Haynes King at the helm. I have some questions. Uh, I want to know what they do to replace a lot of those guys up front, and they're also going to need some uh, some other playmakers, especially at the running back position, to step up. But Longview is no doubt one of the top-tier contenders in Division Two. They will start the year number six in Dave Campbell's Texas football. And spoiler alert, they, this is the highest likely Division Two team, so mm-hmm. shocking. Number five, the Katy Tigers. Coach Gary Joseph uh, is, of course, one of the best coaches in Texas high school football, and we certainly believe that they're going to be back in the mix. Uh, It's going to be an interesting year. I would say that their best player may, in fact, be their quarterback, Bronson McClelland, uh, which seems odd, but, of course, he's just going to run back out there and grab a running back off the running back tree that they got out of Katy High School. Uh, A number of playmakers. I want to see what that defense does. Uh, they do have to replace seven starters from last year's uh, from last year's defense, but it's Gary Joseph we're talking about. It's one of the KD is a machine. They deserve to be ranked in the top five, in my opinion. They clock in at number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number four, the Allen Eagles. Allen. 14-1 after what can only be consi- considered a disappointing loss in the state semifinal, which is crazy considering they made a state semifinal. Uh, this is a team with a lot of pieces to replace. They lose 10 starters from on, on the defensive side, and in a lot of ways, they lose a lot of the most recognizable pieces from last year's team, especially quarterback Grant Tisdale and wide receiver Theo Weiss. Now, I think this team is going to be really good. And I think running back Selden Manning is going to be back in the mix. They've got a couple of offensive linemen I think that they are very excited about. Allen checks in at number four in Dave. Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number three, the Lake Travis Cavaliers. Coach Hank Carter will be at it again uh, after a run to the state semifinals a year ago, and they bring back one of the most talented and decorated quarterbacks in the state in Hudson Card. This is a team that brings back 15 starters from last year's state semifinal team, and you feel like they've got something stuck in their craw, something to prove after last year's state semifinal loss. Lake Travis is the number three team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. And number two, Number two, the Duncanville Panthers. The runner-up a year ago brings back one of the best playmakers in the state in Jaquindon Jackson, their quarterback. Uh, They they also get a a terrific, terrific uh, addition in the transfer linebacker, Kendall Blackshire. This is going to be a team that is going to be back in the mix, no doubt about it. A team with a lot of playmakers, a team that I think wants to prove that last year's state championship game loss uh, was a fluke and that they were, in fact, the best team in the state last year. They're going to have their chance to prove it. They start the year number two in Dave Campbell's Texas football, the Duncanville Panthers. Which brings us to number one. I think you could probably guess it. <laughs> Number one team in Dave Campbell's Texas football to start the year, the Galena Park North Shore Mustangs. Uh, the defending, reigning, undisputed 6A Division I state champions from 2018 are back at it, and boy, do they have athletes all over the state. Not only Dave Campbell's Texas football cover boy Zachary Evans, uh, arguably the best prospect in the state, uh, the running back, as well as a terrific, terrific junior quarterback in Demetrius Davis and a fantastic receiver in Shadrick Banks. There are questions defensively. This is a team that does lose uh, eight starters defensively that needs to be replaced. That said, John Kay is one of the very best coaches in the state. I figure they are going to be right back in the mix. The number one team in Class 6A to start the year, and Dave Campbell's Texas football, the Galena Park North Shore Mustangs. So there's your top 10. Number 10, South Lake Carroll. Number 9, Humboldt Tuskegee. Number 8, Denton Geyer. Number 7, Austin Westlake. Number 6, Longview. Number 5, Katy. Number 4, Allen. Number 3, Lake Travis. Number 2, Duncanville. And number 1, Galena Park North Shore. Go ahead and address your comments to... Um, I don't know. Who, sh- who should we use? G Power Scout. <laughs> at G Power Scout. <laughs> 
Let him know what you think. Of or just come by the office and argue with Greg for an hour. Of course, we'll have the we have the top 50 ranked in Dave Campbell's Texas football. That is just the taste. But there you go. The top 10 of Class 6A for the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football. And now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Dang it, I don't have the graphic ready. Hold on. Give me one second. Final now we go to Max Thompson for hold America's on, second on, favorite segment. There it goes. Final thoughts. Okay. Uh, great observation by Jacob, and maybe the most interesting thing that you might notice about that top ten, no San Antonio teams. I wonder how long no. it's been since there's been a San Antonio team missing from our preseason top ten. The only Region 4 teams, that's another team we, thing we touch on the 6A preview, mm-hmm. is that Region 4 has been dominated by Austin. Yeah. Uh, it, it, plain and simple, there's yeah. no way, way around it. Uh, I will tell you that um, there is uh, one San Antonio team. Boy. I'm San Antonio team in the top 24. Uh, I think it's yeah. going to be a down year in, in San Antonio, in my opinion. Uh, Phil Vaney, our man down south, says Blackshire puts Duncanville's D over the top. It might, but you got to give the nod to the defending champs when they bring that mm-hmm. many guys back. Agreed. Um, Richard Cummings, I like this one. This is creative. $100 bet. Allen loses their first home game in new stadium this year. Any takers? I will say. We were just they talking o- they about They open this. up against Cedar Hill. We were just talking about and this. And then, by the way, yeah. do you know who comes week two? I don't. I do not. Oh, week two or week three, I need to look it up. Dickinson. Interesting. Dickinson's coming up to Allen, and i got to tell you, That's talking fun. with John That's Snelson, a fun game. That's a fun he game. wants it. Yeah. He wants to be the guy yeah. to end the streak. That's so fun. So it'll be very, very That's a fun one. Um, that's it. Okay. Uh, I think most for the most part, everyone does agree with that top ten. They feel like it's uh, it's right, right where you expect. There will be a few t- that won't. I will tell you that I think the difference between – Okay, I think, that, I think North Shore and Duncanville are – are, in my opinion, the two best teams in the state. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. I think the difference between number three, Lake Travis, and call it number 24, Yeah, I think it's pretty slim. Pretty slim. I, like I games. said, I think you've got yeah. these two teams at the top, yeah. but then I think you've got this mush yeah. of really, really good teams that are going to beat the tar out of each other. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So you can check out the top, tw- the top 50 in Dave Campbell's Texas football when it hits newsstands in the first week of July, or you can order it right now at Dave Campbell's Texas football or at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Greg Powers and Max Thompson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. 